welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode of Splitting Hairs, we'll be discussing the differences between performing comedy and performing music as we have done both. What are the advantages and disadvantages of both? And, and ultimately, what, what, what do we prefer? What do we prefer? And um, just everything. The and what, is, and what, a, what seems to be an easier path for success? Well, no, that has to do whatever with Whatever that means. Anyway, uh, before, before we get, we get to, to that, that topic, uh, let's we have some get station to business. station business. This is going to be uh, the first announce we're, announcement we're making uh, for our next Vintage Basement with Max and Nikki show. It's going to be on November 20th. That's Monday, November 20th. The third under, Monday of November at, at under, under St. St. Mark's Theater, Theater in the East, in Village, the East Village in Manhattan, New, Manhattan York. New York. And uh, we've got quite a lineup for you. We including, got okay. We got Ben Cronberg. We got Sean Patton. We got Melissa Villasenor from Saturday Night from Live. Saturday Night Live. And we, and have we got Judah. Just confirmed Judah Friedlander from Thirty Rock and uh, What Hot American Summer and uh, many many other funny things. Um, um, they're all very funny comics though, and uh, you can get your tickets now online at maxandnicky.com or horsetrade.info. Um, it's going to be a great night. Get your tickets while you still can because uh, this will probably sell out. Well, it won't. Probably I, will sell out. It will sell out. And, and what is it? How's it go? What? Uh, and, and then age, it was... No, no. Pro- what is it? And what has... In what has been and... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, and in what has been an improbable year, in what Im- has been an improbable year, the, the impossible, impossible has happened. happened. That's also something else maybe you want to discuss. Nikki, no, I don't no, really no. watch baseball. What team. has in 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 what what in what in what has been oh come on no, no. in a year that has been improbable, the, the impossible, impossible has happened. happened. Uh the Dodgers have made it to the World Series, by the way. First time since the year we were born. We were born in 1988, and um, it's exciting. That was the last time they won the World Series, too. And also the same year was the last time they had a walk-off home run. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. And, and this year they had it to the day. To the date. To the date. August, I mean, sorry, October 15th. They had another walk-off home run, and that was quite an amazing thing. Um, anyway, uh, that's where that line, Vince, Vince Scully. Yeah. In what Vince Scully, that's his name, right? Vince Scully. In a year that has been. He had a very famous quotable line, which is, in a year that has been improbable. Is that how it goes? Um, Vince Scully was a longtime announcer for the MLB, uh, especially the Dodgers. Uh, he retired, what, this year, Nikki, right? He just retired. Retired this year at the age of 90, I believe, right, Nikki? Yes. Um, Vin Scully, I, I know, I remember him always saying on TV is going, oh, 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 it's like this. He would go, it's uh, not like that. It's in a year that has been so improbable, the, the impossible, impos- can you not interrupt me? God, it's not going to sound like Vin Scully if you talk with me in a year that has been so improbable, 
the impossible has happened. <laughs> That's a good impression. But I always remembered him going, come down to Family Fun Day and get your free Dodger dogs and your dollar sodas and hot dogs. But you know what? Something like I, that. <laughs> even if you're not into sports, surely you can appreciate the big moments in sports. Because it's kind of like watching a movie, like, like Rocky or something like that. It's Rocky? Not, no, more like The Natural. Or... Oh, by the way, I was doing this at work today. Um, how many uh, baseball-themed movies can you name? Oh, come on. That's easy. Let's see. Can you name at least 10? Because I can name like probably, I, I could name about 15 or so. Okay, let's well, do maybe, this. No, I could name about 13. Okay, can I try? But I probably could do, I could do a lot more now. Go, try. All right. Wait, wait, let's just, before you do it, I just want to say, even if you're not into sports, there's certain moments in sports that are, epically just exciting to watch even if you're not a sports fan and one of those was when Kirk Gibson uh you know home run did did the walk-off home run in 1988 on game one of the world series that year which eventually led to the Dodgers winning the world series he he didn't he couldn't run his legs were all beat up you could see him hobbling and Which is no a weird way, reason that no they have him hit just get, for power. He's a power was, hitter. There was basically. no way he would be able to get to first base if he hit like a single. You know, it had to be a home run. You know, or or even a double at least. You know. And who was the manager or of the baseball of the Dodgers at the time? Tommy was Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda. I met him. Who in real life. he died recently, right? I don't. Uh, did he? He did die. I think it was maybe this year, maybe or something, or maybe I'm getting my years confused here. Um, anyway, no, 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 he did not die. Tommy Lasorda is 90 years old and did not die. Oh, okay. I'm wrong, I guess. I am wrong. I'm Vin Scully, and I'm wrong. Anyway, um, let's see if you can do it. Okay, let's see if you can name at least 10 baseball movies. Right? Yes. Angels in the Outfield. Yes. Uh, Major League? Yeah. Major League? You can't, can't, no, can't, oh. can't do sequels. Okay. The Natural? Yeah. Field of Dreams? Yeah. Bull Durham? Mm-hmm. That's five. Uh, okay. Um, uh, 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 Bad News Bears? Yes, six. Um, let's see here. We got, oh, oh, uh, oh, what's the one with the Lou Gehrig, you know, um, Hold on. I, I know what it is. Oh, uh, shut up. Uh, uh, by the way, another famous line in that movie. Today, I consider myself the luckiest, the luckiest man, man on the face a, of the earth. Or what? Uh, oh, is it? The, oh, I can't remember. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, moving on. Um, another baseball movie. Yes, he did this. Uh, so, uh, oh, Vince Coley oh, retired. Little, uh, 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 little Big League. That's six. Okay. Rookie of the Year. That's seven. Um, uh, okay, uh, let's see here, uh, other baseball theme, because I don't want to take up too much time, you have, uh, one minute. No way, Jose! Yeah, and then we'll continue this later. Wait, No Way, Jose, that reminds me of another baseball movie, or is that already Angels in the Outfield? Is that the same one, where he's just Jose? Oh, oh my God. Jose, can you see? You know, he oh does that. Oh, my God. Hold on. Wait, come on. Let me just, okay. Uh, ooh, let's think. Oh, my God. Uh, let's think. You had more time than I did, surely. Oh, but I was able to come up with 10 at least. No really way, quickly. Jose. Really quickly, I was able to come no up with way, 10. No way, Jose. Uh, oh, come on. Let's think. Oh, baseball movies. Uh, come on, come on. Let's think. Uh, oh, baseball movies. Uh, oh, 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 61. Come on. Yeah, I got that. 61. 61. Yeah, How about that? That's eight. 
äh, okay, 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 äh, äh, okay, ähm, um, okay, oh, I man. said the natural, äh, okay, äh, let, oh, ähm, äh, hold on, let me see, äh, äh, okay, ähm, let me see, think of the 70s here, okay, we're in the 70s, äh, uh, okay, mm. oh, the 60s, mm. let me think, let me think, let me think, äh, uh, okay, äh, uh, 60s, äh, uh, was there any baseball movies in the 60s? I mean, come on. Okay, come on, what is that one with, you know, Lou Gehrig? It's called The Year, The, the Year something, uh, oh, come on, what is it? Um, oh, shucks. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, man, you, you're out of time. Oh, 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 no, no, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, what is it called? You know, uh, 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 League of Their Own, League yeah, of Their Own. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's, that's nine. ten. That's nine. That's ten, I got ten. Wait, no, you got nine. I got ten, I straight Wait, up. What, you, what was the third, tenth? The League of Their of, Own. What was the ninth one you said? Uh. Uh, uh, you said major league. You said rookie of the year. Wait, let me. Oh God, now we got to do it all over again. Major league. Okay, God. Angels in the outfield. Major league rookie of the year. Uh, Bull Durham. The natural. Uh, field field of, of dreams. League of their own. Uh, uh, sixty one. Sixty one. Oh, that was the one. Actually, that was no. That was sixty one. Uh, bad news bears. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, did I say Bull Durham already? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, I know I had it. Um, yeah. uh, rookie of the year. No, you already said that. Little big league. Okay, that's ten. There you go. Boom, shakalaka. Okay, but you missed some very obvious no, ones. No, hold on. Maybe I could. Can think I just of- say some obvious ones because I don't want to take up too much time here. The Sandlot. Oh, of course. I mean, how could you not? That how could that not be like the first? I one don't you know. What can I say? Um, you know. So there's that. There's also uh. Some other ones like um, Pride of the Yankees, by the Pride way. Pride of the Yankees! Is the Lou Gehrig one. Um, there's also some other ones like uh, such as uh, Hardball with Keanu Reeves. What? There's also Million Dollar Arm, which came out just a couple years ago with John Hamm. What the there's, freak? I don't even um, know that movie. There's Mr. Baseball. Oh, what is that? Oh, you know what? Is baseball themed sort of? I mean, would you count this if I said Mr. Destiny? Oh, you're right. That is. Um, sort of baseball themed, yeah. But there's also... I mean, um, it changes his life, you know. You know, there's also The Rookie, which is another one. Wait, um, what is that again? But... Is that with Brendan Fraser? The, no, scout. the scout. The Scout. The Scout. Oh, God, I just we talk, I talked about that with somebody at work. We're like, The Scout. Wait, what is The Rookie again? It's, uh, I believe that also was with Kevin Costner, I believe. I'm, 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 oh, what about Swing Vote? Oh, no, it's with Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Quaid. I'm sorry. Hold on. We could just think of a lot of Kevin Costner stuff. Kevin Costner does a baseball movie like every few years. Is Swing know? Vote, is that a baseball movie or is it not? No, I don't think so. There's also Bench Warmers, which somebody mentioned at work. Ah, that doesn't even count. And um, there's also... Uh, this, I, I mean, I, can I say hook? I mean, kind no, of, come on, no, hook? Because no, no, there's it. baseball involved in that movie a lot. Uh, swing Vote is not baseball themed, but Kevin Costner is in it. Um, wait, there is, there's a movie that I, I knew that I just, I, I didn't, you didn't say that I'm, I'm for some reason forgetting at the moment that I had said earlier tonight. Um, oh, well, let's not think about it. We're spending too much time on this game. Anyway, um, Excited, got to say, about the Dodgers making the World Series. Dodgers made the World Series, and possibly the Yankees might be making the World we'll Series. We'll find out tomorrow night, maybe. Uh, and that would be real exciting. I would, oh God, wouldn't it be something if and I got you know to what? go to if Yankee that Stadium happens, to I, I, 
encourage you to listen to the episode of our podcast called New York versus L.A., also versus San Francisco. But we um, don't really talk about baseball, though, in that episode. But you know what? Maybe we should have. Maybe we'll talk about it. Um, anyway, um, so make sure to get your tickets to that Vintage Basement show. Uh, what else do we got going on? Um, uh, we're, uh, well, this is not coming out. Uh, we're doing a show on Monday, if you're in the area, uh, at Hi-Fi. And uh, the show is called Lap Dance? Uh, the Lap Dance Saloon. Uh, it's the last show that they'll be having at, at the that Hi-Fi. That particular venue. That particular venue, but they'll be at other ones. And it's their 101st show, apparently. Um, and we'll be on that show doing some music. And, and a maybe, little, a, little maybe a little bit of jokes in here and there. Um, and that should be fun. Uh, that's going to be in New York. Um, as we are based there in New okay. York. Okay. Um, now, um, uh, yeah. let's want to briefly talk about uh, this last episode of Curb Enthusiasm. Oh, brief, briefly talk about um, Curb Enthusiasm. It was funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Didn't you think it was pretty funny? Wait a minute. Was Billy Crystal in any baseball movies, by the way? No, but he wears a New York Mets hat, you know, in, in, in City Slickers. Right. Wait, isn't, like, Wait, is Parenthood, doesn't have that have baseball involved with it? No, what are you talking about? Parenthood? No. In the beginning, he's at, like, a baseball game. Well, yeah, but that doesn't count, though. All right, fine. Anyway, uh, so Curb Enthusiasm. Uh, yeah, so Curb Enthusiasm. Um, it's pretty funny. Uh, pretty funny episode. I feel like the premise was funnier in this episode than the I, actual I think it was, performances. But it I think it was funny fine, that, that it was, it was funny. Rushdie was in it. That's kind of yeah. A funny it was a thing. funny thing. He was a funny guy in it. Um, Elizabeth Banks was pretty funny in she it was too. Pretty funny in it. Uh, I just felt like it wasn't like a strong, like super strong episode necessarily, but it was fun nevertheless. Um, yeah, it was funny. Salman Rushdie was in it. Uh, you know, um, you know. But that's I'm not. Anyway, that's all I really need to talk about it. You know. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you need to talk about? Um, um, I guess not. I'll I'll save my conversations about Star Trek Discovery with Steve Sanders. Boring. It's actually pretty fun to watch. Gotta say. Um, anyway, let's uh, get to it. Um, let's get to our main topic at hand, doing comedy versus doing music, playing music or even recording. And, and that's part of it too. Well, let me start off by saying, you know, we do both comedy and music, but ultimately I got to say, I do enjoy performing music more. Um, it's just, uh, especially with a band, there's, uh, even not even maybe even just by myself or with performing with Max, I feel like I'm first of all showing off more talent than I would be as a comedian. Well, um, that's not. I feel like it's more impressive to be playing music than doing comedy in general. That's just how I feel personally about it. Even though I really love to laugh, um, it's just I I do find a good musician and a good songwriter more impressive than a good comedian that's not true not not always i I gotta disagree with that but but i i i disagree with that actually i here's the thing what makes me what makes me more enjoyed in what gives me the most enjoyment i gotta say it really is laughing actually i do 
I do love to laugh. It, it makes me take my mind off things the most in my, my life. And I think when I laugh, that's the, that is the We're ultimate We're talking about form. performing it, though. And, I know. And, I know. I, I know. That's why, that's why I disagree with what you just said. You got Perf- something in your eye. Well, anyway. Um, it's still there. Okay, I'll just get it later. No, it's there. I just can't look at you. It's there. Okay. All right. It's good. No, it's there. Still. Nikki, it's I don't there. care. It's, it's in your eyelash. It's, it's fine. It's in your eyelash. Why do you care? Who cares? There. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, no, performing, though. Performing, and especially when we're playing with a band, there's something about the synergy and camaraderie aspect of playing with a band that is just, when you're really in the groove, I really enjoy that feeling. It's like well, really, there is, there, it's fun. It's a very fun. I think fun. the reason for me, personally, when you're, I guess, ultimately, I think... Well, I don't know. I enjoy performing comedy. I think maybe I ultimately enjoy performing music a little bit more just because there's something uh, that, for me at least, that requires a little more effort in rehearsing with a band and getting everything precise and polished and in the groove. I also And, And when you're performing it and you've practiced so much that... Now you're just like you're off going off of each other, and it feels great. And it, there's something feel, that feels really synergetic about this it. This is not it's to cool. say we don't rehearse our our comedy stuff because we rehearse our comedy material in, like a play, in the same way that we would rehearse theater or a play. And not all comedians do that, but that's the way we do it. And so we we put a lot of energy into rehearsing that a lot. But there's something I also feel like. Probably my strongest talent is as a songwriter, and performing as a musician is a way for me to show that off. Um, and this is not to say I don't think we're funny, because I do think we're funny, but it's just um, I do ultimately <laughs> okay, feel like... Toot, toot your own horn episode with Max and Nikki, apparently. I, but I just do feel... I There's something about performing music that is just... Um, you know, I feel like we truly have a unique voice in that realm. And I think well, that really it's comes not, across in our music. Okay, whatever on that. I mean, the way you're describing right now is a very like, you know, you like it because it you get to show off your skill more. I mean, I don't know. No, but it's not just, well, there's that, but there's also just, it, it's showing off my skill and receiving uh, pleasure from people being able to hear this original piece of music that I wrote. That's that's the thing about it is like if people react. So when people react positively toward a song I wrote, that for me is ultimately a greater feeling than when people uh, laugh or react positively to a comedic bit that I, I wrote or made up. I, I guess that's on a personal level. There's, I mean, I do. It, there's something really powerful about somebody laughing at your material and your jokes. I think that's great, um, right? And, but it, it is it is more of an immediate response, and you know, like good songs, good jokes can stay with a person for a while. Even that one guy I told you, Max, pretty recently that we did this comedic bit back in December, and he said he still thinks about that bit, this laughing bit that we do. Uh, but it, it's just, there's something about, uh, I, I guess know. there's something about ha- having studied, uh, having, 
trained in music and, yeah, and we've, being we've, able to apply that into a real life uh, situation and and making it work. And I don't know, there is something. No, I mean it happens with jokes too. It's like it can be hard to figure out how am I going to hit this punchline? How is this going to work the best? But but you know what? But there is something. I mean, just there's something about. Um, creating a whole song it's it's there's that works and it's tight yeah, and it's, as you said we've with tried, a good hook it, there's something maybe sometimes it could come easy to you but there's something uh, i don't know what it is there's something a little more miraculous to yeah, me about here's it the thing. There's, there's something, something uh, there's something there's, rewarding there's about, a it's a mir- it's kind of a miracle when that can happen right. when you created a song that when, works correct it, there's, right and there's something it's beyond words, really, and that's what's so interesting about and that's it. To a, me, you know? That's a an immediate effect of of even writing a, a song that you're proud of, writing a joke that you're proud of. You're you don't even feel quite as proud of it until you've heard the audience's reaction. Right, that's an interesting point you make. There's something that, and you could think it's funny to yourself, but there's maybe jokes you, we've thought were funny before that just didn't work with an audience. And there's jokes that we thought wouldn't quite work with the audience, but they worked really well. And there's right. sometimes where it didn't work for a while, and then finally it started working. And that, that's the thing about comedy is you keep working on your material until it starts, until you've honed it in such a way that you've crafted that bit in such a way that you know it's going to work. Right, which time. is cool. Or sometimes it could just, you got to throw it away because it's just not working at all. Um, but there is something right. Write a good song. When you you write know a, you've written a good song immediately, and there's that immediate satisfaction, right? Because you and get now pleasure. We're not talking so much about performing, right? As, but you get pleasure from the song itself. Uh, and, and when you're telling a joke, there's something uh, you want others there to experience that with you. Not to say you want you can be want others to experience the music with you, but uh, when you're, you know, perform, I mean, you can't perform the joke for yourself and make it, you know, that's just not going to be as enjoyable as listening to a song that you wrote to yourself, you know I mean? Right. It's just, and, and you know, don't get me wrong. We I mean, can, that's like, also we could like joke around privately, a- I mean, even, and just let's talk, I mean, privately performing that joke is not going to be sad. It's not going to feel satisfying. The, privately performing finish. it for yourself. Right. Privately performing yourself. It's not going to be satisfying the joke because you want an audience there. You know, that's part of it is like feel allowing people to, it, I get pleasure from when I'm doing comedy, when I, when people are laughing, you know, obviously that's why you do it. But you, you know? can get pleasure performing a song just to yourself. You know, right. You I, know, I get pleasure yeah. playing covers and other people's songs just to myself and learning those different other songs. Right. You know, it's now, fun for me to do that. Now, performing-wise, though, on, on a live stage, um, you can get that feeling, well, if everything's working right, like, you know, that, that this last bit that we did uh, at our last show, our Vintage Basement show, it was going all right at these open mics, but we never really got to perform in whole and full at these open mics because it was a longer bit. And we weren't, and we kept honing it and honing it and working on it. We actually did the whole we bit once on a, on a fuller, right. a bigger well, but uh, show. It that was we were still on. needed to be honed even after that. Even after that. It did okay on that show. Right. But I still needed to change it a little bit. And, you know, my older brother helped me out a little bit with wording some things a bit differently. And finally, we performed it. 
Well, just in the first at our last, line. At our just last in the first vintage line. basement. Yeah. And then sure. at our last vintage basement show, which was on Monday, this, this past this Monday, bit, the bit went over really well and it actually felt really good because it was like, wow, this is a we keeper, worked on this. So, this is a keeper. We worked on it so much and now it's like, this is, we honed it. Even somebody great. had uh, complimented on us who had seen us doing it at, at these open mics and seeing, he told us like, wow, it became so polished within just the past couple of weeks. Like, I really, he, I think he really respected that we like worked on it so much to hone it in the right way. Right. Uh, and that's really cool. And that and feels that's good. Satisfac- and that's feels some- satis- that feels nice in the same way. A band though, uh, might be adding in, you know, the instrumentation might be different. The you might be adding harmonies. You might be adding harmonies and, uh, you might even just become better musicians, right? You might even I'm just playing as a band. You might it might just even be tighter, you know, better performed, and but there is something about it when it is. I don't know. There, there's something about music that you're just feeling on a performing wise. You're feeling on a corporal level, you know. I, n- nothing, uh, uh, audience aside, you know, disregarding the audience. Your personal feeling about when you're playing right. Music there's is, something feeling you're you, you know when you're in the groove. groove uh, there's or, something really. I mean, there's something uh, outer body and inner body about it. You know, there's something indescribable about it. And uh, you, again, you can't really get that from performing comedy. Well, I guess you can but feel without, that without without the influence of an audience, you know? I'm right, no, but we're talking about a live performance right well, now. We're, but there is something about... Uh, I know, but that's what I'm saying is... you I don't, don't know, actually. Even performing... I think it's that, different. But that's what I'm saying about... different between performing with a band and performing that, solo. Well, that's, know, what, I'm, that's what I'm perform, that, That's what I'm saying about performing um, as a band, even in front of an audience. I, I, would, I, I would equate it almost to uh, comparing... Uh, comedy and drama actually sometimes when you see a dramatic piece or when you're performing a dramatic piece even though you don't hear something from the audience sometimes you can just feel a certain energy like you know it's going well Um, and that's sort of the way I guess performing music is sometimes um, you just or know, if they're dancing, that's all the better. Or if they're dancing, that's too. But if if it's a slower song, you can. There's a certain energy or vibe, and right. you know that they're enjoying themselves. Well, or I guess just, it's. And I guess but, the reason why but with comedy, it's like it is. You know if something's hit or not because you you either hear laughter or you don't. Right, and I think what what I guess what we're really trying to touch upon is something that we don't. We can be silly with each other, you know, off the stage, and we could be cracking each other up off stage. But there is something um, uniquely special about listening or performing music that is uh, unlike any other feeling that you would get um, in your everyday life. You know, like that's not something that doesn't really happen in, unless you're actually performing the music, or you're act, you know, or you're. Uh, or even when you're listening to the music live, you know, there's something that is unique to that situation, you know? As you said, Nikki, speaking dramatic, you know, doing a dramatic play, there is something that's going on, and even if you know it's going well, that's something that doesn't happen in your normal everyday life. Whereas joking around with friends, you know, that is 
obviously we don't see people standing up and doing comedy in front of us every day, but there is something about that laughter and that, uh, you know, somebody, somebody is joking around basically that happens in your everyday life. You know, we laugh with our sister, your siblings all the time. And I guess, and I always cherish those moments, of course, but there is something very special about, uh, being able to perform live for people because that's something that doesn't, uh, you can always say a joke to your friend, but you can't always perform live in front of a friend, you know, or in front of people, you know. Sometimes people are funny off stage and not so funny on stage and vice versa. Sometimes people are really funny on stage, and not so funny off stage. I personally think the funniest comedians are funny both on stage or if they are, if their profession is a stand is being a stand up comedian, I think the funniest stand-up comedians are both funny on stage and off stage. Um, yes, but that's neither here nor there. Well, now, that's just a generalization. Now, here's the making. thing: what is easier to perform on a regular? I basis? guess, but just but just to solidify that, I think the reason why I like performing music just a little bit more is because it's something uniquely uh, different and special that I can't actually get in my everyday life. Not to say that I can't, perf- I mean, I don't perform comedy in front of people in my everyday life, but I do do comedic things with friends and stuff like that in my everyday life. And so I guess if you were to sing a song, even to a friend, it's still performing, still performing, for you know, there's some a performative aspect to it. You can't actually. Well, I guess, though, if you're joking around with somebody, it's always going to be a perform. There's always a performative aspect to it. You know, I mean, I guess, but us, it wouldn't, you know, uh, there is something, but not much is required to right. do that performance. But I guess it depends on your bits too. I suppose you know there are certain types of comedians that will do something that is, um, you know, something that's uh, almost like it is more performative in front of the audience. You know, it's something that you wouldn't be able to do in front of you know in, in your friends with your friends. But uh, there is something I think just a little more unique about. Uh, you know, okay. doing music live, I guess. Well, anyway, now we've, t- we've talked about performing these things, but what is ultimately easier um, to perform? If, if this is comparing whether or not, if you're a good comedian... No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. What? I'm talking about... Oh, to actually perform. perform. It's way easier to perform comedy because all you got to do is bring, bring yourself. yourself usually. You just got to bring yourself and... Usually, maybe with us, we bring some props sometimes. Um, and but you don't need much with when you play music, you you more than likely are going to need to bring at least one instrument. With us, when we play with our band, we have to rent a car to bring all our musical equipment, and it's either so, that or we have to lug it. It's so much trouble. Um, and it's exhausting. You're kind of exhausted by the time you get to the venue, you know? Yeah, just lugging all this stuff. And you know what? You're not even allowed to... Uh, and here's the other thing, is comedy, it's not only easier to perform it because you you only bring yourself to the performance. You can do it way more often. You could do several shows in a night, whereas in music, venues don't like it if you perform unless you're a big headlining act that will definitely sell out, venues won't like it when you uh, perform within two weeks from another performance. In the same city. In the same city. And it's like, comedy, you could perform on several shows a night. It's crazy. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's no... 
there's no limit. And, and it's you know always what? up to, for some reason, now, now, I, I don't know say, why this is with I venue. Will say, but I will say, usually, if you're performing more than one set a night in comedy, usually it's going to be like, they're not headlining sets. You're not, so like, in other words, I know if you play as a band, you, you're going to play 40 minutes at least uh, on average. I know, but there's but no, you're not, you're not going to do that more than one. It, it, I know, it, but it, there's no opportunity to, uh, you know, there's no opportunity to, you know, perform. It doesn't matter though. You could still perform several shows in a week though. Nevertheless though, even if you're headlining a show or something. Now I will say, I, I think in the past, maybe in like the sixties and seventies, I don't think these kind of rules applied as often because simply because there weren't as many rock musicians, you know? Well, I here's think, another reason. Also, if you're popular enough, then you can perform every night and that's okay. But even then, you're only going to do one. Well, that's not true. But you're most likely going to do one performance you're a night. mostly what, likely one performance a night. Unless you're like a jazz musician. So. Right, but you could still, you know, as you said, you don't even have to be. You could headline one show in a night and then do all these other smaller shows, you know? Sure. You, it's easier for you to, I feel like, get better as a comedian. Or actually, you can, it's it's you can do it faster, right? And here's another thing about and it: I, is I will say, like what, I was talking. Okay, okay, okay. okay, here's another thing about it: is I don't like see venues depend or bookers for music shows depend on the musician to promote the show for people to come out or they depend but on only, they only depend that. on their yeah they depend on their draw and only that and they and well, it's really when they unfair, book you, and they don't they promote book, you if you're not like a popular act they'll usually ask you oh in general how many people can you draw on, on any given night and yeah it's like even that kind of question is is their expectations are so high all the time. It's right, and it's like, like, what is your job even? So, it, you know, so what are you doing? In other words, you're not if, promoting, do you not a, promote the show at in all? In other words, if we can't draw a certain amount, you're not going to last your perform at your venue. That's what they're trying to say, which is kind of annoying in and of itself. Right. Now, whereas comedy, uh, there are bigger venues, obviously, uh, which you won't be able... You actually don't... Nest, you don't have to promote that really that much, you know? Uh, it's For those it's, bigger venues... Uh, and with smaller, you know, the smaller shows, usually, I think the difference is actually, uh, comedians are actually running the shows. So there is some sort of, um, empathy or there's some sort of, um, understanding that it's your show. You're got to promote it. You got to make sure to get the people out, you know? And that's not, the no, comi- comi- it's, not the, it's not the performer's job. Although it helps, you know, it's like, although it obviously helps and they want it to, it's not their responsibility. And it's like, nor should it be actually, you know, they're not, it's not their show, even though they're inviting, but in a comedy, no, here's the thing, like, yeah. but that's separate from a venue. It, it, that's different, Max, because we're, you're equating that to somebody's show, like who else, who also is a performer. No, like, I know, I know, that, I'm not, that, I'm, that's I'm not, just, that's I, different, that's, that, that's not the same as like, I, I okay, would, but I know, I, I just want to, I would compare a comedy club to a music venue. I know, but I want to say, that's there, what you're no, saying is totally different because if you I'm were running, on some, can I finish if, my if you, were, fin- if you were on somebody's show who's also a musician, I'm sure that that musician wouldn't expect you to. Those shows don't ever exist, though. That's another thing I wanted to point well, out. They exist, but not, rarely. They rarely, they rarely exist. exist where the musician finds a bar or something. There has to be a venue, in other words. You know what I'm saying? There has to be a venue there. Otherwise, it doesn't work out because the venue. A band is too big. It's like 
there's too much equipment. To, and there, you have you to have a venue, and basically. Also, you, you rarely see free, uh, like, you, I mean, you rarely see free music shows that are worth, uh, worthwhile, worthwhile. You know, you might have a bar band in that that's like technically good, but um, you don't get an audience going out to see a, a, a bar band um, and, and going to that bar for that reason alone. Whereas there's plenty of free comedy shows. With uh, some really, with some especially real, in New York, it's just some like top headlining top comics headlining and they're comics. free shows yeah. and people are going out to see those shows in particular at these small venues. Which or, brings up my point. Another point is when you're on a bill uh, of mu- and you're performing music, people won't necessarily, they won't stay for the whole show. It's a... Not and I don't blame them necessarily all the time. They're always long shows. It's long show. There's got to be a setup for the band, and there's always an opportunity for people to leave. Another thing is because there's setup, you know, and there's, there's breakdown. What he means by setup is like setting up the band's equipment, equipment, like breaking down one band's equipment and setting up the other. I band's think people equipment. understand. That, I don't know, you know if that makes sense. But actually, there's set, there's the a setup. hole in between sets of of, of bands. And that gives them an opportunity for people to leave. With comedy shows, it's just one person comes... There's no equipment needed. So the one person comes after another. So there's no real... Um, even though people can freely there's leave no as, 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 if they want, there's no uh, apparent time that somebody can leave, you know? And uh, that also makes it harder uh, for people to get to know you as a band uh, as opposed to a comedian, and you can get somebody to know you as a comedian in five minutes. You could do a five-minute set on a show, but because there's no lull in between acts, uh, people that came for another comedian will see your comedy too, you know? And that generally happens in comedy shows is people will stay for the whole thing. Whereas music shows, you'd be lucky if you're, ho- let's say you're opening up for a big band, and you're like, oh, this is great, I'm opening up for a big band, I'll- I'm going to get a good audience. Only maybe like a third of the audience will be there there for your set. And then the rest will show up for the headline. The headlining act. And I'm guilty of that too. I sometimes... I'll miss the opening act and make sure I'm there just for the headliner. And that's that's the thing about... And that's another thing about uh, listening to music though is there is something a little more exhausting about it, I think. Uh, You have to get into a certain mental space. You know, we were talking about performing before... But I think, I think maybe I enjoy. Do I? I think maybe on a certain level I enjoy uh, comedy more. Actually, no, I disagree. It. I disagree. I, I I disagree. I think on on a certain level, you're right. It it requires more work to uh, listen to music or pay attention to music than yeah. it does to pay attention to comedy. Because people, uh, comedy is a little bit more relaxing. Depending, I mean, music can be very relaxing too. But it depends on if you're standing. You sh- for for one thing, comedy usually when you see comedy, you're sitting down to watch. That's it. another thing about it. You're sitting down for comedy. Usually, usually in a rock venue, you're going to be standing up. So That's exhausting. immediately you're standing up, which it requires more exertion. And uh, but um, I do think that there's a little more mental energy. Comedy is but the I, ultimate like uh, uh, avenue for just letting go of your troubles. As I said, laughing it really is the best medicine in the world. And 
when you laugh, you really your mind is off your problems. Whereas music, that's not necessarily true. It can make you make you even think about your problems a little bit more. Actually, you know, right? And also, you know, it, it mu- could also let you make you let go too. You know, seeing music live, it's also like I think there's a lot more subjectivity involved because basically seeing music. Yes, not no, true no, at all, listen, man. Listen to not what I have to say. At all. Listen to what I seeing it live. Listen to what I have to say because it has to do with the whole immediate response. Yeah, okay, because, okay. Listen, I can see where you're going with this. With a comedy with. show, if you're an audience member, you you yes. know a show is going well if everybody else is laughing, and it will want to make it'll make you want to laugh more because there's a certain energy you're feeling with the there's audience. There's a certain as communal a whole. energy, yeah. And, and when you hear other people laugh, you want to laugh too. But with music, because it every indiv- every experience is individual, even though there's like drama, there's a certain energy involved that you can't explain. Um, it's so subjective. Somebody could think a performance went well while another per- person might think that same performance didn't go well. Yeah. And you just really... No, one person is not right uh, over the other. Right, and, right, but Whereas, right. like, a comedy show, in general, like, if people are laughing out loud, you know that that show went well. And now, it makes you laugh at things that you may not normally think are that funny, but you're like, oh, this just went funny today because other people are laughing, and it makes you... There is a, a certain... Um, Infection going on, you know. The only only thing I can say that is more of an immediate reaction is if people are dancing to music again. And I know, but people dance to stuff sometimes, and the band may not be that polished. And that brings up another point: is when you're performing live, it is harder on the band because there's a mix that has to be going on. You know, Uh, oh, there's so many levels have to be correct in order for your music to be presented properly to the audience, and it. When it's not, it's just, it doesn't hit as hard with the audience. Whereas when you're performing comedy, I mean, sometimes the mix is not that, I mean, somebody might be talking to the mic. They just got to hear your voice. Yeah, they just got to hear your voice. I mean, they can cut out the low end oftentimes. I often hear that. Uh, But but still, like, they just need to hear your voice, really, you know? And that's all you need. It's just another example of how it's easier to perform comedy and get your message across easier. now we're not buying any means saying it's easier to be funny. I'm not saying that. Also, with within the span of five minutes, um, you might be able to play one and a half songs, but depending on the kind of comedy you do, you can give the audience a good impression of what, what kind you, of comedy you're all about. Yeah, in five minutes. In five minutes. Uh, well, I mean that's a little short, but definitely in ten minutes for sure. Um, Music, it music, it's very hard. Even like when we perform live for for music, often in these these indie rock venues, there it's like the mix is usually not good for the first one or two songs, right? Because they have and to so do a, they have to do a, um, a what it's called a line check is where they're figuring out your mix while you're performing your first couple often songs. You don't have a full sound check, right? Um, and so. What happens is the first two songs, the mix is not that great. And finally, the sound person, sound guy or, or girl finally or gets they. it. Or they. Or they. Or they, they. They start getting it. Or them. And then the rest of your set might be good. But that's already 10 minutes, 10, 10 or so minutes into your set. Whereas comedy, 
you can convey your whole message within that first 10 minutes, in fact, you know? Right, um, and then you can go off and do your other show, you know, another show. Now, with that said, though, it is kind of cool that you are allowed more often than not at least 30 minutes a show for music. For music. Even if you're like a newcomer. You know? Right. But that's also another harder aspect is uh, you have to work on 30 minutes of music with your band or even solo uh, before you can actually perform at one of these venues. You know what I mean? Whereas when you're doing comedy, if you have like 10 minutes, you can get by and still keep working on other stuff at open mics, but you could still do shows working on your strong 10 minutes, you know? You know, And still get gain some traction that way you right know? and you know i will say like opening up for a bigger band uh, like a popular band you generally again the booker will ask you how much you can draw even though the headlining band might on their own merits alone sell out the show they'll you'll still be asked how much you can draw whereas comedy if you're opening up for a, a popular comedian it's very rare that the booker is going to ask you how much, as an opener, how many people you can draw because it doesn't matter to them. You're the the headliner is the one that's being promoted, not, right? Not the opener, right? But that's not the same with music. Music usually, it's like yes, know, we went over this. Yeah, point. I know. I'm just, I know, not quite. We didn't go over that aspect. Now we I also did. also say, and that that brings us up to the whole point is you can start opening up for your heroes and bigger popular comedians in the co- uh, big, bigger popular acts in the comedy world a lot faster and a lot sooner than you well, can in the music world. Here's why I think that. I think there's the comedy community is a lot smaller than the music community. There are so, so many musicians out there. It's unbelievable. I, actually. Although we were just talking about this the other night at our show with the other comedians, there are so many comedians I know, in but New York. I was talking about it with... Uh, uh, this guy who was Rob Cantrell, who's a very funny comic. One of our favorites. Who was on our last show. He even know, he was saying, oh, there's so many comics out there. But then I was talking with him later about music. And he, there, there are so many more musicians because it's also an international thing with music. Mu- music. You don't necessarily... Comedy is very specific, you know? Well, that's what's um, cool. And that's, that, that's actually a, a pro for music is that and any person from any country has the potential of to be able understanding to and and enjoying your music that's true um that's true whereas with comedy it is a lot more specific to the culture you grew up in and and the country in the there even the region or or right city but you grew i up think in, you for know? that reason the comedy community is smaller though uh and you can you get to know you can get to know other comedians a little bit better than you can get to know music you know musicians there aren't as many internationally known comedians as there are internationally known music right, but artists despite even despite international there is something even in the US you know there are there is something about comedians that they just kind of know each other you know a lot better i think there's just a smaller comedian community of comedians and i think part of that is well, I don't know what the part of that is, but um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, there is something else also about um, in comedy. There, you can. There's a little more leeway in taking pauses a little bit longer, or things don't have to go exactly the way you practice them. Whereas in music, generally, especially if we're playing with a band, 
you want it to go pretty much the way you practiced it because otherwise you might screw something or someone else up in that band, you know, and, and generally that's why for me personally, it's a little bit harder. Part of it is actually, it's also a little bit harder to perform music, I think in a way that's why I'm more not, impressed. Not, that's why in general, I'm more impressed by it when I hear a good band versus a good comedian, because it is, I do think ultimately it is harder, actually. It is. There's something a little bit... There's so many factors involved that have to go right. Um, It's... Right. You know, to perform, especially as a band, um, you know, just having a good mix alone is is a big, huge factor. Right, but also, like, you know... Comedians don't have to worry about that so much. There's something that is... There's a little bit more precision involved, I think, with music, um, and and uh, if you drift away from that uh, that precision, you you'll screw up the song a little bit, and it's noticeable. It's a little more jarring than if somebody flubs a line in the joke. You hit a wrong note. Now, with it's that not said, a, it's, with it's that worse, said, if you do, it might be worse than hitting a wrong word, right? You know? But with that said, you could also screw up a punchline completely on a joke if you screw up a line, a, a flub a, a a word. But you can kind of quickly save yourself if. You know, in in a way, you could, I suppose. Um, I don't know. It depends. Yes, one argue, one could argue. One that, can argue on that uh, if you mess up a, a note as a musician, you you a good musician will be able to make it look like you did it on purpose and make it right. Like my, people said that that's what Miles Davis did a lot. Well, I guess you could also make it but seem. I don't know. If that's you true. could also, as a musician. You know, you could, uh, if you mess up a note, it may not be that noticeable to the audience, but it may be noticeable to you. But there is, I, I, I kind of still think there is a little bit more uh, practice needed to be done to get it precise, I suppose, you know. Um, and, and there's more leeway in comedy in terms of taking pauses and, and uh, you know, dura- you know, just duration of things, I guess. Uh, now, an, another, and actually you could also fiddle with lines a little bit more too, you know. Um, yeah, change it up. Change it up a little bit. The way you say something might be slightly different, but overall, it's going to still convey the same message. Um, I mean, now, if you're, if you're if you're like in uh, a musician and you really your goal is to put on a spectacle, which is our goal, um, you really are rehearsing the hell out of that. And I mean, of your act. Yeah, but you, you know, re- you rehearsed the hell out of comedy too. I mean, I as know, we but did, exactly, we kept performing that same bit over like, and over again. You, um, know? you know, when on our on our September vintage basement show, there was a comedian, very popular guy. Uh, he came out, and the music he came out to, he was just he didn't know that that music was going to play, but he decided to mess around with that music, which is the music to Benny Hill, and that became a really funny bit in and of itself that he didn't even plan, but it became one of our favorite parts of the night, actually. Yeah, but don't you think... It doesn't he, really happen he, with music he, as much. Yeah, but he rehearsed so much just doing comedy all the time that he was able to do that. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, so I guess an argument could be made the same for comedy, too. But I just do think that there is a little bit more uh, precise rehearsal going on with, but now, also, here's also th- uh, uh, okay. Uh, just one other aspect here. Uh, okay. Is, is making a living at it. Right. No, hold on, no I'm not talking about that. I wanted to say, uh, audience reaction. Sometimes people think it's a little bit harder for comedy in the sense that there's an, uh, an immediate reaction to know whether or not 
it's a little bit scarier for people because on stage because you automatically know if your joke is doing well or you automatically don't know or you autom- sorry you automatically know if it's going well or if it's going bad because people either laugh or they don't and for people that's could be kind of jarring or scary um, but personally for me I actually like that because it allows me to know I need to work on this bit and it's a little bit for me it's easier in that sense because uh, for music you're kind of in this space that you're not sure actually if that went well or you're not. You're always questioning you're your always own questioning it worth. As a, uh, because as a sometimes people may not come up to you after the show because they might be shy or who knows. And uh, you might feel like you performed well, but you may think, I'm not sure, you know, and uh, you're not sure if you need to work on a certain thing or not. Um, and, and I think for me, if you are striving for success, uh, I think comedy is a little bit easier in that sense because you can automatically know if a joke is going well or not, you know? Right. Now, one last aspect before we finish this episode is is making a living at, at being a comedian versus making a living at a musician. Again, so much harder to make a living as a musician than as a comedian if you're good at both. If you're good if at you're both. If you're a good musician... Versus being and we're not saying, I, I don't want to get into the minds of people that we're saying we're good at both. Uh, I'm although just saying, I would say we're good at both. But if you I mean, are, I, I, sure, why not? This is, Can I say I, that? I mean, this sure. is actually, I'm not trying to, this is, know. sorry, Max, please. It seems to no, me it that seems, making it a, seems based on our personal observation of other comedians and other musicians, it's a lot easier to make a comfortable living as a comedian than as a musician if you're good at both professions because um comedy again not much is required you don't need you don't need you just need yourself but as a musician with a band especially first of all you got to split the payment four ways or however many people you have in the band if you're a touring band you're going to have a crew and a sound guy that you got to pay off pay and and a, a tour manager and you'll have that as a comedian maybe but um, but you need also, you have to, yeah, and you need... There's so many people... You may need a larger vehicle to so carry many, all your equipment. There's so many more people to take care of. Uh, right. And as a comedian, it's just... It's just you. It's just you and... And maybe uh, your the, manager and, or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and maybe the, you know, if you're a successful comedian, the the bus driver or something like that. I mean, it, it's a lot easier. And also, I would say, for some reason... Man, maybe it's because there's less comedians out there. That's than what there I'm are saying. Musicians, it you're if you're good enough and you're not even well known, you're more likely to get more paying gigs as a comedian than as a musician, simply because there's musicians everywhere. But there's not. There are comedians everywhere, but not as many. Right, as I said, the comedy comedy community is a little bit smaller, and I think that's also another, th- especially reason. in like smaller towns, right, smaller and that's, college. Towns right, and I think that's like that. also another reason why, um, you know, you can even get a writing job or something like that as a comedian because you knew you know somebody or something like that, right. you know, or. I mean, as a, I guess you could get a song. You get you get a job as a session musician or a writer. Uh, I mean, sorry, a songwriter or something like that. Right, but, but you may not different. be doing stuff that... Uh, yeah, I guess you could do that, but that's actually much harder, actually, to do, I think. Actually. I mean... Um, but even getting a job as a session musician is really hard, and 
you have to be impeccable. Impeccable. And this is not to say that. I mean, and there's a lot of great musicians out there, but you'd be surprised to find out how many like you know drummers from bands were not actually on the recording of their band's music. You know, it like if they were the. What does that have to do with this? Because that's how precise a session musician has to be, you know? Oh, right. And so Wait, that's why it's hard. Okay, well, anyway, uh, it's, but, uh, you know, it's like, as a comedy writer, I mean, I don't know, as a comedian, yeah, you can get a job as a comedy writer. There, there's so many outlets to, for you to make a living as a comedian, you know? I'll, I think a lot more than there are as a musician. This is not to say, you know, we've played weddings, music at weddings and cocktail parties and um, all sort, you know, farmers markets, and we've made money that way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it is a lot more strenuous, and I don't know. You do end up not getting paid quite as much as you might as a comedian, you know. Right. Um, uh, there was one other point I wanted to make, which is uh, well, on that subject is. Uh, what it defines success, actually? I mean, I guess we were just talking about making a living, actually. As making a comfortable living. Making comfortable living. We've done our fair share of uh, jobs that, that we don't want to do We don't want to do we absolutely dreaded, hated. And, um, you know, yeah, to make a comfortable living at something you like doing is is really, you know... It's a rare thing, actually. Oh, my goodness. But okay. I, and I think it's easier to find comfortability in the comedy world, making a living at it. Right. Than, I mean, you could, you could have known somebody that could have brought you on to a writing gig, and then that could have helped your comedy career, actually, after that, because you, you have a credit now. You know what I mean? And it helps with it's that. It's easier to get credits as a, as a com- comedian than as a musician, right. too. That's another thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, that it's easier. I mean, we're just saying that. I mean, we're just spitballing here, you know? I mean, who knows if we're right about that completely, but... Um, we you can already be- say that we've opened up for... Or, or performed on shows with some big names, you know? Like, nationally known names, whereas... Right. Music? Can we say that? Well, I mean, I guess we can. Sort of, actually, sort of, actually we can. We I can. played with somebody from uh, Counting Crows. Counting Crows, that's true. That, yeah. but that's like, you know, that's not really. That was like, uh, you know, well, it is. I guess really, what it comes down to it, a lot of this stuff is, you know, music and comedy is who you know, really. You know, I mean, sometimes it, well. That's not what it all comes down to. No, I mean, a lot of times is what I'm saying is it comes down to who you know. And people make a, you know, I've noticed this in the comedy world a lot, especially is it's all about networking for these guys. And, but I do notice that too, when the, the relationship or the, the uh, rapport is not quite so genuine and it does seem like this person that I'm talking to or whoever I notice talking to somebody else, it seems less genuine and it seems like they are trying to network. And so while it is important to network, it's also important to really establish truly good, honest relationships and friendships in whatever community that you're involved. Right, but, you know, you network too. I mean, you know, sometimes you just do that, you know, I mean, I don't know. 
I guess. Sure. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just, you have a network, you know what I mean? Sure. Sometimes it's, you know, you may not even think so. You might have a network at your disposal and you just got to think, oh my God, I know this person knows this person. You got to utilize it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I mean, shoot. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Do don't take advantage of your friends, obviously, but you know, if they're cool with it, yeah, just do what you can. You know I mean? It's like, What's the worst that could happen if you ask a simple, innocent question? The the worst you can get is a no, you know? It's not innocent, but it's, you know, uh, you know, nothing venture, nothing gained, right? right. Um, l- let's see. Was there another thing I wanted to say about, you know, making comfortable living? Uh, yeah, we went over paying all these people. Um just getting gigs that pay better, uh, I guess, you know, we kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think also just that the comedy community is smaller, so, like, even people, comedians that are producing their own shows, you might to get, to, you'll get to, you'll get to know other people on those shows, and it just makes the com- the community smaller. I don't see that very often, actually, if I've at actually, all, I feel is like music, musicians running their own shows, I actually, feel like- you know? In New York City, we've been performing music longer than we've been doing comedy in this city, and and I already I feel have like gotten, I've already gotten to know way more comedians, way more comedians than than other bands. You know, I mean, we'll get to know other bands, but you'll see these other comedians way more often, right? Because well, they'll, be, they'll doing be doing multiple open, shows every night. They'll be doing know? multiple shows. Or they'll be at open mics as well. Um, whereas. Uh, you could do these open mics, but not as a band. That's for sure. You, you can't, can't just do go a, do an open mic as a band because it's, just, it's too much. It's too much. And you know what? Again, you're only going to be able to get maybe one song. In one there. song. It's not worth it, too. It's also like that's also another thing about. You could go with your guitar and perform an open mic too, which I've done a few times. You know, I've done that fairly often. Um, but it's you're still lugging this instrument around actually, and it's kind of annoying actually. It, it's know? annoying, especially like. Oh, you're going out to this one place with your guitar just to play one song. It there's no point, really. It, it's it's so no. You don't open mics. You often get you might get three songs. Or that's like not that. true. Uh, yeah, well, don't even get me started on open. Some mics. of them you're it's right. Like, Some of them I you feel like there song. should be a time limit with like it shouldn't be the be the amount of songs. It should be like oh, if you can play three songs in five minutes, then go for it. But if you can only play right. one, then only do that. Yeah, no, certainly I've done those open mics in the past and it's like, it's just not worth it at a certain point, you know? Um, and also, that's why it's always much better to do a book show. I mean, it obviously, well, like you get more time right. and, and uh, but you I get more of an audience. I'm just it, trying to sometimes, think. People sometimes, sometimes though. I guess people get to know each other. I, I guess I haven't really experienced it as much because I've done a lot more comedy open mics, but... There is, I don't know, I sort of get the impression that comedians who are good comedians will still do open mics, though, whereas people who are open mic musicians, uh, in general, it means they haven't uh, had that much experience with performing, or they have some, but they're not... I don't necessarily agree with you about that, but it does seem... That's not true. I, I should take that back. That's not true entirely, but 
It is true to some degree. I do run into co- comedians at open mics that are maybe writing for a certain show or something like that, you know, at open mics, you know? Right. Or have written or or are booking a big show, like a bigger show in the city or something like that. And and it's like, oh, I'm glad that person saw me do it, you know, at least, even though open mic isn't your best, you know, situation, but um, you're still getting to know these people somehow, you know? I don't know what it is. I I just do feel like there is some sort of... Uh, There's something about uh, music open mics, too. I mean, I'm generalizing a bit, but... It's a little more depressing in a way? No, that's not true, oh. but it's... Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I always get this, like, coffee shop vibe from open mic musicians. It's not know? true. I don't know. Um, i scratch that, I guess. Anyway. Well, I kind of think you get... Well, yeah, anyway, I, I was going to say maybe you'll get... You get more people that you can relate to a little bit more maybe in the comedy open mics. I don't maybe. know about I don't know about that. Scratch it. Scratch <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Uh, final word. Ultimately, I, Nikki, personally enjoy performing music more than performing comedy, but... I do find that it's easier to perform comedy more frequently and you can probably get better as a comedian a lot faster than you can as a musician. Musician requires a lot more time and effort in all aspects. But sometimes all that effort, when you finally do make it, makes the reward much sweeter, I guess, in the end. I like that. Um, I, Max, will say, I think ultimately, well, I like performing music with other people more, I would say. Uh, I don't necessarily think I like, I like performing by myself, but I don't necessarily think performing by myself feels better than performing comedy. I only perform comedy with Nikki, by the way. So I'm already performing with somebody else. I like performing with others when it comes down to it, you know? Um, I do like performing by myself, I guess, too. But I guess ultimately, I like performing with a band, I guess, that's at the top. But that's not to say I don't like performing comedy. I love performing comedy, too. Oh, my God. Come Um, on. Let's get on with it. uh, It's supposed to be a final word. What is... Not a final words. And I think maybe it is, though, generally easier... Not to be funny as a comedian or get good as a comedian. Well, no, it is. You can get better as a comedian quicker, and it is, there is something easier about that. Uh, but you won't necessarily be fun. Well, oh, uh, oh. well, you won't be. F- I'm not saying it's easy to be funny, uh, but I think it's easier to be able to do comedy and get better at it and make a living at it. Uh, and just all around, actually, a little bit easier than than music, actually, in general. Um, in general, uh, anyway, that's my final word. <laughs> Cut this out, but you should put my final word after yours, because mine ended with a better note, I think. No, it's funny that mine is no, like Max that. Makes it much sweeter. I, I, that's, I said that. That sounds better. No, Nikki, come on, Max. Come it's on. funnier. Max, trust me, Max. You want oh. people to trust me? Trust me on this. Am I editing this? Yes.
No, come on, you do it. You said you would. But what? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to add this in. By the way, you might disagree with us as a comedian or as a musician. Um, you might have a lot to say. You might have a lot free to, to say. Comment. Feel free to comment. We're just spitballing We're just here. spitballing here. Maybe we're totally wrong. Maybe you have better arguments and you could say stuff about it that we may not even be realizing. This is just based on our own experiences. And observations of other people's oh, experiences. And observations of other people's um, You know, we have... We have lots of friends in both communities. We have actually. lots of friends in both communities. We and might also, actually have more friends in the comedy community. We have a lot more friends in the comedy community, uh, which also just speaks to the fact that, I don't know, for some reason there is some a little more openness, I think, in the comedy community. Maybe. Actually, I don't know about that. But No, that's not true. Uh, but also we have an older brother who is a comedian, and we have an older sister that and, is a musician as well. And, uh, and we worked in comedy clubs, too. So. And, so, and in the music venues, and too, music actually. Venues, yeah. So... I, uh, you know, uh, and using all that information, I think, has determined our what we've our uh, opinions, our our conclusions here tonight. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time. <laughs>